First Chronicles chapter 15. David built houses for himself in the city of David, and he prepared a place for the ark of God and pitched a tent for it. Then David said, No one but the Levites may carry the ark of God, because the Lord has chosen them to carry the ark of the Lord and to minister before him forever. David assembled all Israel at Jerusalem to bring the ark of the Lord to the place he had prepared for it. Then he gathered together the descendants of Aaron and the Levites. From the Kohathites, Uriel, the leader, and 120 of his relatives. From the Merarites, Asaiah, the leader, and 220 of his relatives. From the Gershomites, Joel, the leader, and 130 of his relatives. From the Elizephalites, Shemaiah, the leader, and 200 of his relatives. From the Hebronites, Eliel, the leader, and 80 of his relatives. From the Uzielites, Amenadab, the leader, and 112 of his relatives. David summoned the priests Zadok and Abiathar, and the Levites Uriel, Asaiah, Joel, Shimeiah, Eliel, and Amenadab. He said to them, You are the heads of the Levite families. You and your relatives must consecrate yourselves so that you may bring the ark of the Lord God of Israel to the place I have prepared for it. For the Lord our God burst out in anger against us because you Levites were not with us the first time. For we didn't inquire of him about the proper procedures. So the priests and the Levites consecrated themselves to bring up the ark of the Lord God of Israel. Then the Levites carried the ark of God the way Moses had commanded, according to the word of the Lord, on their shoulders with the poles. Then David told the leaders of the Levites to appoint their relatives as singers and to have them raise their voices with joy, accompanied by musical instruments, harps, lyres, and cymbals. So the Levites appointed Heman, son of Joel, from his relatives, Asaph, son of Berechiah, and from their relatives, the Merarites, Ethan, son of Cushaiah. With them were their relatives, second in rank, Zechariah, Jaziel, Shem, Iramoth, Jahiel, Uni, Eliab, Ben Aiah, Mas Aiah, Mat 
Etaya, Elifel Hehu, Milk Niaea, and the gatekeepers, Obed Edom, and Jel, the singers, Heman, Asaph, and Ethan, were to sound the bronze cymbal, Zechariah, Aziel, Shemir Amoth, Jahiel, Uni, Eliab, Masiaia, and Benaia, were to play harps, according to Alamoth, and Mattathia, Elifa Eluha, Mikniaia, Obed Edom, Jel, and Azaziah, were to lead the music with lyres, according to the Shemineth. Shenaniah, the leader of the Levites in music, was to direct the music because he was skillful. Berechiah and Elkanah were to be gatekeepers for the ark, the priests, Shebaniah, Joshaphat, Nethenel, Amasai, Zechariah, Benaiah, and Eliezer were to blow trumpets before the ark of God when Obed-Edom and Jeiah were also to be gatekeepers for the ark. David, the elders of Israel, and the commanders of thousands went with rejoicing to bring the ark of the covenant of the Lord from the house of Obed-Edom, while the Levites were carrying the ark of the covenant of the Lord, with God's help, they sacrificed seven bulls and seven rams. Now David was dressed in a robe of fine linen, as were all the Levites who were carrying the ark, as well as the singers and Shenaniah. The music leader of the singers. David also wore a linen ephod. <clears throat> so all Israel brought up the ark of the covenant of the Lord with shouts, the sound of the ram's horn, trumpets, and cymbals, and the playing of harps and lyres as the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord was entering the city of David, Saul's daughter, Michal, looked down from the window and saw King David dancing and celebrating, and she despised him in her heart. James chapter 2 My brothers, do not show favoritism as you hold on to the faith in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ. For example, a man comes into your meeting wearing a gold ring and dressed 
in fine clothes, and a poor man dressed in dirty clothes also comes in. If you look with favor on the man, <clears throat> if you look with favor on the man wearing the fine clothes and say, sit here in a good place. <clears throat> and yet you say to the poor man, stand over there or sit here on the floor by my footstool. Haven't you discriminated against yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my dear brothers, didn't God choose the poor in this world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom that he has promised to those who love him? Yet you dishonored that poor man. Don't the rich oppress you and drag you into the courts? Don't they blaspheme the noble name that was pronounced over you at your baptism? Indeed, if you keep the royal law prescribed in the scripture, love your neighbor as yourself. You are doing well. But if you show favoritism, you commit sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. For whoever keeps the entire law yet fails in one point is guilty of breaking it all. For he who said, do not commit adultery, also said, do not commit murder. So if you do not commit adultery, but you do murder, you are a lawbreaker. Speak and act as those who will be judged by the law of freedom. For judgment is without mercy to the one who hasn't shown mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. 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 Mercy, 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 mercy triumphs over judgment. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can his faith save him? If a brother or sister is without clothes and lacks daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm, and eat well, but you don't give them what the body needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith, if it doesn't have works, is dead by itself. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without works and I will show you faith from 
my works. You believe that God is one. You do well. The demons also believe, and they shudder. You believe that God is one. You do well. The demons also believe, and they shudder. <clears throat> Foolish man, are you willing to learn that faith without works is useless? Wasn't Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? You see, that faith was active together with his works and by works. Faith was perfected. So the scripture was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God and it was credited to him for righteousness and he was called God's friend. You see that a man is justified by works and not by faith alone. In the same way, wasn't Rahab the prostitute also justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out by a different route? For just as the body without the spirit is dead, so also without faith, so also faith without works is dead. For just as the body without the spirit is dead, so also faith without works is dead. Amos chapter 9. I saw the Lord. I saw the Lord standing beside the altar, and he said, Strike the capitals of the pillars, so that the threshold shake, knock them down on the heads of all the people. Then I will kill the rest of them with the sword. None of those who flee will get away. None of the fugitives will escape if they dig down to Sheol. From there, my hand will take them. If they climb up to heaven, from there, I will bring them down. If they hide themselves on the top of Carmel, from there, I will track them down and seize them. If they conceal themselves from my sight on the seafloor, from there I will command the sea serpent to bite them. And if they are driven by their enemies into captivity, from there I will command the sword to kill them. I will fix my eyes on them for harm and not for good. The Lord, the God of hosts, he touches the earth. It melts and all who dwell in it mourn. 
all of it rises like the Nile and subsides like the Nile of Egypt. He builds his upper chambers in the heavens and lays the foundation of his vault on the earth. He summons the waters of the sea and pours them out on the face of the earth. Yahweh is his name. Israelites, are you not like the Cushites to me? This is the Lord's declaration. Didn't I bring Israel from the land of Egypt, the Philistines from Kaptor, and the Arameans from Kerr? Look, the eyes of the Lord God are on the sinful kingdom, and I will destroy it from the face of the earth. However, I will not totally destroy the house of Jacob. This is the Lord's declaration. For I am about to give the command, and I will shake the house of Israel among all the nations as one shakes a sieve, but not a pebble will fall to the ground. All the sinners among my people who say disaster will never overtake or confront us will die by the sword. In that day, I will restore the fallen booth of David. I will repair its gaps, restore its ruins and rebuild it as in the days of old, so that they may possess the remnant of Edom and all the nations that are called by my name. This is the Lord's declaration. He will do this. Hear this. The days are coming. This is the Lord's declaration. When the plowman will overtake the reaper and the one who treads grapes, the sower of seed, the mountains will drip with sweet wine and all the hills will flow with it. I will restore the fortunes of my people Israel, they will rebuild and occupy ruined cities, plant vineyards and drink their wine, make gardens and eat their produce. I will plant them on their land and they will never again be uprooted from the land I have given them. Yahweh, your God has spoken. Luke, the gospel according to Luke, chapter 4. Then Jesus returned from the Jordan, full of the Holy Spirit, and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness for forty days to be tempted by the devil. 
he ate nothing during these days. And when they were over, he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. But Jesus answered him, It is written, Man must not live on bread alone. So he took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. The devil said to him, I will give you the splendor. I will give you their splendor and all this authority because it has been given over to me and I can give it to anyone I want. If you then will worship me, all will be yours. And Jesus answered him, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. So he took him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will give his angels orders concerning you to protect you, and they will support you with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered him, It is said, Do not test the Lord your God. After the devil had finished every temptation, he departed from him for a time. Then Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread throughout the entire vicinity. He was teaching in their synagogues, being acclaimed by everyone. He came to Nazareth, and he had been, he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. As usual, he entered the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. The scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him, and unrolling the scroll, he found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free 
the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. He then rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. And the eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fixed on him. He began by saying to them, Today, as you listen, this scripture has been fulfilled. They were all speaking well of him and were amazed by the gracious words that came from his mouth. Yet they said, Isn't this Joseph's son? Then he said to them, No doubt you will quote this proverb to me, Doctor, heal yourself, so that we've heard that took place in Capernaum. Do here in your hometown also. He also said, I assure you, no prophet is accepted in his hometown. But I say to you, there were certainly many widows in Israel in Elijah's days, when the sky was shut up for three years and six months, while a great famine came over all the land. Yet Elijah was not sent to any of them, but to a widow at Zarephath in Sidon. And in the prophet Elisha's time, there were many in Israel who had serious skin diseases, yet not one of them was healed, only Naaman the Syrian. When they heard this, everyone in the synagogue was enraged. They got up, drove him out of town, and brought him to the edge of the hill that their town was built on, intending to hurl him over the cliff. But he passed right through the cloud and went on his way. Then he went down to Capernaum, a town in Galilee, and was teaching them on the Sabbath. They were astonished at his teaching because his message had authority. In the synagogue, there was a man with an unclean demonic spirit who cried out with a loud voice, leave us alone. What do you have to do with us? Jesus, Nazarene, have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him and said, Be quiet and come out of him. And throwing him down before them, the demon came out of him without hurting him at all. Amazement came over all of them. And they kept saying to one another, 
What is this message? For he commands the unclean spirits with authority and power, and they come out. And news about him began to go out to every place in the vicinity. After he left the synagogue, he entered Simon's house. Simon's mother-in-law, Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever, and they asked him about her. So he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. She got up immediately and began to serve them. When the sun was setting, all those who had anyone sick with various skin diseases, when the sun was setting, all those who had anyone sick with various diseases brought them to him. As he laid his hands on each one of them, he would heal them. Also, demons were coming out of many, shouting and saying, You are the Son of God. But he rebuked them and would not allow them to speak, because they knew he was the Messiah. When it was day, he went out and made his way to a deserted place. But the crowds were searching for him. They came to him and tried to keep him from leaving them. But he said to them, I must proclaim the good news about the kingdom of God to the other towns also, because I was sent for this purpose. And he was preaching in the synagogues of Galilee.